It's the Pete Callender Show. With more than 20 years as a reporter and radio host in North Carolina, Pete Callender is helping solve the world's problems one podcast at a time. Because he's a giver. And now, here's Pete. It's true. What's up? What is going on? Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for listening. I do appreciate it. The show is made possible, as always, by fantastic, legendary people, a.k.a. patrons, like Gene and Ben, Alan, Ron, Juanita, Pamela, Stephen, Nancy, Jim and Robbie, Jan, and Daryl. Thank you very much, my patrons. Uh, If you become a patron, by the way, you get exclusive content like the live stream happening tonight. Uh, So if you get in today, you'll be able to join us tonight. Head on over to thepetecalendarshow.com. What else? Oh, I got a full disclaimer here. I have no training or investments or anything like that in any of the material that I'm going to cover today. I think that's the official disclaimer. I got to say something like that, I think, to keep the SEC off my back. Like, I have... I have no day trading. I don't uh, like I, I literally yesterday set up an E-Trade account. OK, so like that's the extent of what I've done. And I don't even have any money in it. <laughs> so I just I just created a profile. So that's where I'm at. Just before I get into any of this stuff about GameStop, I, I there has to be some sort of a disclaimer like that. I I don't even know. Like. I don't know if I'm invested in any of these companies. I don't think I am because I've not done it. I mean, I had like a 401k. I put money with, you know, Raymond Marks Financial Advisor, uh, my advisor, you know, years ago. But I don't I don't know what's invested in there. Just, you know, in the IRA, it's a 401k. I don't micromanage that stuff. I do own some silver. I feel like I have to say that, too, because apparently now this is going to to be thinking like, I, I don't want to get in trouble from the SEC. I hear they come down on podcasters or something. Um, no, I, I don't know that to be true. I Well, I mean, I don't know that to be true. They, it seems like they're, they're, they're going to start cracking down on Reddit on a website. <laughs> so <laughs> I just feel like I need to make it very clear. I have no financial interest in any of these stocks or companies that I'm going to discuss, mainly GameStop. I will, just full disclosure, I have purchased I have purchased items from GameStop in my life. I have gone to GameStop. I've purchased games from GameStop. I think I bought a controller from them one time. I I think I may have sold a a game back to them at one point, but I don't really remember it. I think I bought an Xbox one time about 15 years ago from them. I I feel like I need to get it all out there on the table just for full disclosure purposes. Actually, hang on. I think I actually have... This is just, I'm just re- I'm just now remembering. I think I actually have a, a GameStop, uh, one of those little barcode card things, you know, that you swipe it. It's like a rewards club or something. I think I have one of those. I yeah, like a keychain deal, not like the full card. I think I have like a keychain deal. I think I may also have like a gift card someplace that's got like I don't know forty two cents left on it. And I just don't get rid of it. So just I want to make sure I've got it all out there so everybody knows what my financial stake and position is in this story about GameStop. Um, I will tell you, I do have a mattress from Mattress Man. So I can tell you that uh, the king size memory foam mattress that Christy and I owned from Mattress Man for about eight or nine years now. We love it. OK. And they're a sponsor of the program. So there's my financial interest here. They're a sponsor of the program. They help keep this show going, and uh, they want to help keep you going by giving you a good night's sleep on one of their fantastic mattresses, and they may just save your marriage, too. 
How could they do that, Pete? How could a mattress do that? Well, let me tell you. Um, the king-size mattress that we have, it's not a split king. It's just a king-size, right? So it's one big mattress. We love it. But if we get rid of this mattress and, and go to a new mattress, we're I think we're going to go with the split king. And Mattress Man right now is having a blowout on the Split King mattresses. You can get a free adjustable base with the purchase of select mattresses. So these are two-piece King mattresses. Does that make sense? Right? But they're, it's like it's one bed, but they the, the mattresses move independently of each other. So you can raise the, the feet on one side, the head on the other side. You can have different uh, you know firmness, uh, soft or hard, more firm, depending on what side of the bed. You see, so if you can't come to an agreement on the, the firmness of the mattress or the position of the mattress, you don't have to. See? So you can save a bunch of money and save your marriage. And you can thank Mattress Man for it and thank me for telling you about mattressmanstores.com is the website. Mattress Man, four locations in Asheville, Arden, and Hendersonville. They ship nationwide. They have five-star local delivery service and they have a 120-day comfort guarantee. So head on over to Mattress Man or their website, mattressmanstores.com and experience the difference. Buy local and sleep better. Alrighty, so do you, have you heard about what's going on with this GameStop? And you're like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm aware that there's some people and they're talking about GameStop and I see some stuff on social media. There's some memes going on. All right, so I'm going to cover this because I, I think this has more widespread implications, but I also think it is really indicative of where we are in our society in the complete breakdown uh, of the institutions that let's be honest most of the people that are in charge of these institutions now and when i say institutions i mean you know like entire sectors like the media for example or you know government department of justice like agencies these large uh, organizations these institutions that were not most of them like 99 percent of them were not built by the people that are in charge of them now and so they don't deserve credit for building these institutions. They're managing them, and in a lot of cases, not well. And people have lost confidence and trust in a lot of these institutions. So here's so this is speaking of an institution that's lost a lot of trust, the New York Times. This is a piece by Matt Phillips, headline Four Things to Know About the GameStop Insanity. And so right out of the gate, there's the headline telling you that this is insane. But I, I don't think it's insane. I understand why the rationale for why the things are occurring. And so here's, here's the short story. GameStop, this uh, company that you know bought and sold um, video games. So you would go in there, like mainly if you were trying to buy new video games or used video games, this is where you would go, you know, before the rise of, you know, the online competitors. But now it's moving uh, completely online. So like, I can't even remember the last physical disc of a game that I purchased, um, for an Xbox. It's been years because you can just download them now and you have the game then in your library and you can take your profile anywhere you want. It's, it's mobile. So if I go to a friend's house and they're like, Oh, I don't have this game. Like, well, I do. Let me load my profile. I'll sign in and boom. Now my whole library is right there on your Xbox. Right. So this has put huge pressure on GameStop because they were the place that you would buy new games, but also where you could sell 
old games to them and you would get very little money. It'd be like a dollar or something and then they would sell it for 10, but you could get some money out of this, out of this product once you were done. Now I, I'm not the kind of person that ever sells games back. Like I said, I think I maybe might have sold one, but it might've just been a return and I'm not remembering it clearly because it's been so long. I buy games and I tend to keep them, um, but I play games very slowly. I'm not like these kids where it's like, you know, you, you give them a game and, you know, 36 minutes later, they're done with it. I will play, like, it takes me a very long time to play a game all the way through. Um, and that's fine. It saves me a lot of money. So the business model of GameStop was in serious trouble for a, for a while, right? Because people weren't going into the store as much anymore. People weren't using them to buy the new games. And they weren't selling the games back to GameStop because nobody is buying them. They're not buying the physical hard copy of the game. It's very much a similar thing to what's going on with the music industry, right? With the downloads versus CDs and albums and the like. Okay, so that's the that's the focal point here of what uh, of what has occurred is GameStop has been again. I like I've done no research on GameStop. I'm not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. I, I I'm not telling you invest, don't invest, anything like that. I'm just. Just letting you know, this is sort of the background of the story, but the company has been kind of circling the drain for a while, okay? Circling the drain. And people have thought, like, they're going under. Their their model is old. Nobody wants to go to them. Okay. So in comes hedge funds, these hedge fund Wall Street firms, and they start shorting the stock. Again, I'm not an expert, but I'm going to go over some of these details. I've got I've got a lot of research here. I've been paying very close attention over the last 24 hours to what's going on. Uh, and so these hedge funds go in and they start shorting the stock. And that then uh, and what that means is they're banking on the company to fail. And then uh, some people see what's happening. They're like, how dare you? And this is a revenge. There was a revenge play or what's called a squeeze. OK, so that's and so because of like that underlying those actions okay gamestop in trouble hedge funds short them a bunch of people on the reddit website uh they see this and then they start this squeeze play and because of that it's in the news now and because of all the because of that it's now the stock price has now gone i think it's somewhere north of $400 a share and it was trading at somewhere in the neighborhood of about $5 a share <laughs> a few months ago. So that's that's where we are. And that's why everybody's talking about it. Okay, so I understand this isn't insane. I mean, this is, yes, irrational exuberance, like you've heard that term before, right? Where people get caught up in the moments, like the great tulip craze in Holland when everybody went out and bought all these tulips, sold their homes and bought tulip seeds and everything. Um, yeah, you can have these kinds of these uh, irrational exuberance, this, these panics, essentially panic buying, fear of missing out. And so everybody just starts moving like lemmings to get to something that they think is like a sure thing. I don't think the, the GameStop stock, I don't think it's worth that kind of money. I don't think anybody believes it's worth that kind of money. Um the point is something else, and that's why I say it's not insanity like the New York Times calls it. But from this article, it says the internet and stock market are aflame over GameStop, the video game retailer, whose stock is suddenly the darling of day traders who are putting the squeeze on Wall Street's big players. Okay, so you got a David and Goliath kind of thing going on here. 
But this actually gets to one of the core issues with the way we Americans see Wall Street now and the way we see government and Wall Street and these institutions that seem to be rigged. I don't want to get banned. I'm not going to, I don't want to be deplatformed, but this is the common thread. Americans perceive these things to be rigged and they're not entirely wrong. They're not entirely wrong because the way the markets get manipulated uh, is obvious in the GameStop story. Okay, so the sale, uh, the stakes rather are enormous. The surge in trading has driven GameStop's value up by $10 billion since Tuesday, <laughs> which is just, that's amazing. <laughs> GameStop, that feature of malls and shopping centers across the country was worth about $2 billion in December. Now it's worth $24 billion. That is roughly the same as the meat giant Tyson and the fuel refiner Valero Energy. <laughs> so does anybody believe that GameStop is actually worth the same amount as Tyson Foods? No, of course not. Nobody believes that. All right. Nobody believes that. Um, so I've got comments, uh, running commentary here from other folks, like, for example, Stephen Miller, who's a writer. Uh, he says Reddit. Uh, these So Reddit is the website where all of this is kind of being organized. Um, so uh, Redditors are going to get reporters working for corporate media outlets to defend hedge funds. And they're going to get Joe Biden and Democrats to put a bailout for them into the next stimulus with all of this, aren't they? Super Mexican podcaster says it is kind of ironic that Occupy Wall Street just tried to use stupid brute force and failed spectacularly while Reddit trolls and poop posters infiltrated, made money and did far worse damage than those idiots at Occupy Wall Street ever did. Look, <laughs> And part of it is like, I'm sorry. I do find this to be a comical story. It really is. And I know there's a lot of wealth that's been destroyed. There absolutely there's been a lot of wealth. Well, I shouldn't say destroyed. It's been transferred. Wealth has been created. It's been uh, and it's been transferred. And the people who are losing out right now are these big hedge fund companies that were betting on GameStop. And to the point, see this is the other thing too. The hedge fund uh short sell th that stuff they were they were shorting GameStop by more stock than actually exists like and this is why it's perceived this play was perceived as overly greedy because I'm not the, I'm not going to tell you that short selling is a bad thing I think it it is a good thing it's a it's an important part of uh, the market because it, it's a sign of failure when you are aware that a company is not doing well you want to short the stock so it sends signals and the market needs signals you need the information so I'm not opposed to short selling, but the way that GameStop was targeted for this excessive short selling, and they just kept beating it down, beating it down, you know, and just shorting it and shorting it and shorting it. And at some point, these people on Reddit were like, you know what? Here's a play that we can make, and we're going to squeeze you, and we're going to make a bunch of money doing it. And they're behaving like these other big firms have behaved in the Wall Street casino, right? So what's going on here? This is, all right, so the short squeeze. I'll get into some of the details here. First, I will tell you about Old Grouch's military surplus. He has got a big shipment now of Hungarian military body armor. 
Okay, this is uh, in limited quantity, and it is not available on his website, oldgrouch.com. So you got to go to the store, which is located in downtown Clyde on Main Street, across the street from the anti-aircraft gun. You could also give him a call. The phone number is at oldgrouch.com as well. Um, but he wants to, you know, he's, he's not doing these sales over the internet. Uh, he also has ammo cans, which are uh, great for storage. Tim says he just got a huge batch of these in. Uh, just like ammo, just like guns, these are getting harder and harder to find. They come in all sizes. They are functional. They are cool. And it's a great storage solution for the shed, for the garage, for your vehicle, for anywhere. Go to Old Grouch's Military Surplus in Clyde. Shop is open Monday through Saturday. It's across the street from the anti-aircraft gun, as I said, and 24-7 at oldgrouch.com. So what's going on with GameStop? This is called a short squeeze, and it involves investors who are betting that the stock is going to go up or down. So that's the, so the short sellers say the stock's going to go going to go down and the 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 uh the squeezers they say it's going up. These bets are placed by buying stock options, okay? Stock options. I'm not going to get into the details on all this stuff. Primarily because I don't understand it. Um but I'm reading other people who do and they're dumbing it down for people like me. Options allow somebody to make money even if the stock loses value. Investors who bet against the stock, these are called shorts, right? So you're betting against uh, the stock. You're saying GameStop is going to fail, the, the company is circling the drain, so I'm going to short the stock. And in GameStop situation, there were at least two big hedge funds that were just beating it up, that were just shorting it over and over and over again over the course of months, okay? And apparently there are ways in your market research to find out which companies have, you know, the most shorted stock uh, in the market. And I think GameStop was, they're at the top, if not the top. And that's why they were an attractive target here for the folks on Reddit. And I haven't even talked about the folks on Reddit yet, but I will. Okay. So shorting a stock means that you borrow shares from a broker and you sell them with the agreement that you're going to come back uh, and give them their their uh, their shares later. Okay, so it's an agreement with a broker that you borrow the shares from them. I borrow them from you. You're the broker. I borrow them from you. Okay, I then sell them, and then I will return those shares back to you when the price falls. Okay, so when the price falls, then I buy the shares. I pocket the difference. I give you yours back. It's risky. If the price rises, you can lose a lot of money because I have borrowed them from you at one price. By the way, you are now charging me interest. See, so the longer I hold on to these shares, the more expensive it becomes for me. And sometimes you make a bad bet. But you can also lose if somebody tries to push the price up by buying a lot of shares, even though the company isn't doing anything different. And that's the squeeze play. So I borrow a bunch of your stock, your shares in GameStop, and I expect it to go down. I'm paying you some interest for this, uh, for the for the loan, basically for the borrowing, um, and I'm betting that these prices are going to go down. I'm going to pocket the difference, and I'm going to give you back your stock. The problem is, along comes these Reddit trolls, and they're like, "We're going to buy a whole bunch of stock." So as they start buying the stock, what happens to the price? It goes up, it goes up a lot. Well, now that's got me in a bind. 
because I was expecting the price to go down. I was going to pocket the difference of what I borrowed them from you at and what I was able to sell them to somebody else at because it's lower. I was going to keep that difference. But now I've got your stock. I got to give it back plus interest and all this. And now, and this now gets into supply and demand. You have stocks that are out there available for purchase. And if I'm trying to uh, sell my stock and nobody wants them, that's one thing. But in the case of GameStop, everybody's bought it all up and there isn't enough stock left now for me to buy back the stock. And I need to really buy back this stock. So where do I go to find it, right? Supply and demand. I'm going to have to pay more money. And that drives the price up as more and more people are buying fewer and fewer stocks than the prices go up and up and up. And then you get into this sort of cycle where uh, investors see the price going up. They're like, I need to get on that. You have the FOMO effect, the fear of missing out effect. So then people just start rushing in to buy the stock, even though there's nothing different at the company. The company hasn't changed its business plan. They haven't done reorganization at this point, right? They they haven't done much of anything. They, they did bring on the guy, what, the founder of Chewy, uh, the, the pet food deal. Um they did bring him on. And so maybe GameStop emerges from all of this. Like, could you imagine just waking up and being GameStop? <laughs> I don't know. What do you tell? <laughs> like, we've done nothing. And all of a sudden, our our stock is trading at hundreds of dollars when it was almost penny stock a few months ago. So uh, shorts, the people who, these shorts, the people who buy the, uh, the short sale, uh, they have to close their position. Uh, which means, according to the New York Times write-up here, buy up the shares they owe their brokers and return them, okay? So that the, the demand for that then kicks the stock higher, and a short who acts too late could be ruined. So on the one hand, we all understand, like, watching this is, you know, entertaining to some degree. It's 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 kind of amazing. It's, or, you know, as the New York Times calls it, it's insane, but um, you have to, I mean, you, we all have to keep in mind that this is hurting real people, okay? There are real people. They may not be able to afford their third Lamborghini here. These are real people with real problems. I mean, are they going to be able to make that payment on their fourth house? I don't know. They, like, it's all touch and go at this point. See, see, so it's very easy. <laughs> it's very easy to to assign white hats and black hats in this scenario, right? Um, the SEC, as I understand it now, they're looking at uh, maybe banning outsider trading. I think that's the. <laughs> this is just amazing. So you've got the background, I think. Um, here's some background. General equipment rental. General Equipment Rental, family-owned and operated for three generations, um, and they're at the intersection of Merriman Avenue and Reams Creek Road in Weaverville. Great people and a great business. They will get you the tool you need uh, to finish the job or do the job uh, correctly, and they're going to show you how to use the tool. So if you are in need of you know large tools or uh, big pieces of equipment like earth movers and the like, General Equipment Rental. If you need some air tools, compressors, scaffolding, General equipment rental, large power tools, small ones, basically everything. Okay. They, lawn and garden equipment, construction equipment, everything. General equipment rental. See, it's the answer for all of your questions here. The answer to all of your problems when it comes to getting the job done is general equipment rental. Generalrents.com is their website. 
And uh, they are also, by the way, your official licensed Husqvarna and Honda outdoor power equipment sales and service provider. Spring is right around the corner. And if you are tired of wrestling with that old weed whacker or mower, get yourself a new one at General Equipment Rental. General Equipment Rental, generalrents.com in Weaverville. Think outside your toolbox. Okay, so over the past year, armchair traders have surged into the market. So you have this other dynamic occurring at the same time. Some smell the opportunity after stocks tumbled last spring. Some were trying to scratch a gambling itch after sports leagues got shut down. Think about so th- think of the perfect storm, like the unintended consequences of COVID and and the government's overreaction on certain things, right? You shut down all of the uh the pro sports, college sports, right? You shut down all sports. And people who are gambling on those sports, what do you think they go do? They, they they've got a they've got an itch. They like to gamble. I'm not a gambler, so I, like, yeah, no. I went to Vegas. I had like two hundred fifty dollars. I I blew almost all of it, and then won like all of it back on my uh, my last day. And then I, I as soon as I got back to even, I I I closed up and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> So like that's my that's my tolerance when it comes to gambling. I don't do lottery, I don't do any of it. I just I, it, I just prefer not to. But uh, and look, that is what a lot of this options trading is. It is gambling, okay? This isn't like oh like like an investment like a 401k kind of a deal. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. Don't take anything I'm saying as financial advice. I know nothing, okay? Um but this isn't the same these options trading, this day trading stuff. These are just these are gambles. I mean, yes, you can have some insight and some, you know, you can look at a business's, uh, you know, profits and loss, and you can make some guesses on some things. You can do some research. But at the end of the day, it's a gamble, especially in this case where you're like, I think the stock's going to go down. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to gamble on that. And so people who were locked out of the sports gambling area, now they're trying to scratch the itch. And so they got into day trading. Uh, and for some people, it's just a game. They're trying to ring up dollars instead of points. This has always been, they've always been there. Um, and all of this has been made easier by the free trades that are available on platforms like eTrade and Robinhood. Full disclosure, I set up my profile on eTrade yesterday afternoon. So not even 24 hours ago. <laughs> all right. Just, <laughs> just to be completely above board, keep GovCo off my back. Also, this has been fueled by lockdowns and stimulus checks. People who have been sitting at home with nothing else to do except be online all the time. And here's a bunch of money. And they're like, yeah, hey, you know what? I'll play some stocks. Sure. Let's see what happens. <laughs> and so and now, by the way, what do you think is going to happen when they get their next round of checks? from from the democrats what do you like fourteen hundred dollars do you think this gets better or worse by the way gamestop is not the only company being targeted in all of this um there's an esports consultant named rod breslau and he says gamestop is doing a better job at distributing wealth to americans during a pandemic than the u.s government is that's pretty accurate actually <laughs> it really is uh so you've got people at home no sports 
uh, nothing to gamble on. They, uh, you got the day traders, you got the free trade websites that are all going, uh, they're increasing in popularity. You got lockdowns, you got stimulus checks. It's almost like a perfect storm. But why GameStop? Why specifically GameStop? You can put some of the blame on this Reddit website uh, and this uh, thread or a subthread, I think is what they call it. Wall Street Bets. It's a forum, okay? Uh, it's just, it's like a chat room. It's a forum. Wall Street Bets. And as the New York Times reporter calls it, it is one of the weirder places on the internet. Wall Street Bets, or WSB, is where armchair traders gather to share memes, commiserate over losses, and share more memes. But they also trade tips and analysis that can go on for pages at a time. GameStop's shares started to rise in December after the founder of the pet supply supply site, Chewy.com, bought a stake in the company and got a spot on its board. So now you got this Chewy guy and he's on the board at GameStop. So slowly then the company gains the attention of this Reddit forum, Wall Street Bets. And the traders who frequent the gamer-friendly social media uh, service called Discord. So it's not important. Anyway, so people are now aware of this because of this news about Chewy's uh, founder. The traders' motivations vary widely. See, and this is why their headline of, this is insanity, it, there, there are all these people involved, and they all have different motivations. By the way, this Wall Street Bets forum, they've got like 2 million people in it. And, you know, I, I don't know if they're all active. They're, I'm sure they're not. But that's a lot of people on a forum. <laughs> Two million people. And they all have different motivations, obviously. In fact, here's one. Um, yeah, I've been yeah, I've been reading a lot of these people. So uh, here's an open letter. This was on the Reddit forum. I was in my early teens during the 08 crisis. I vividly remember the enormous repercussions that the reckless actions by those on Wall Street had in my personal life and the lives of those close to me. He goes on to say, or she goes on to say, this is personal for me and millions of others. You can drop the price of GameStop uh, after hours, $120. I'm not going anywhere. You can pay for thousands of Reddit bots. I'm holding. You can get every mainstream media outlet to demonize us. I don't care. I'm making this as painful as I can for you. And then he goes on to blast CNBC, saying, you guys got to realize that your short-term gains through promoting institutions agenda is just that short term so here's the connection and this guy touches on it or gal i don't know who it is um this they, they touch on it. this this concept of the elites and us schlubs right you got all these people in these institutions and they are they have the system rigged for themselves they will go on to cnbc which gives them a platform and i'm not targeting cnbc i don't watch the network i have no idea um but you know these these business channels they bring on people that give advice, they talk about business, and they will pump stocks. They will talk them up or talk them down. And there are financial benefits for people in doing that. This is no different than what the people on Reddit have been doing. They've been talking up GameStop and saying, buy it and hold it. Again, I'm not offering advice. I just feel like I need to say that. I'm not offering any advice on what to do. <laughs> your portfolio do not i have i know nothing about any of this i'm not making any predictions or speculation or anything okay but this is a perception that these financial um institutions these hedge funders and all this other stuff uh that they manipulate the market through the media among other channels 
and in the course of buying and selling massive amounts of stock. When you've got computer programs that can, you know, trade, you know, stocks in in, in less than a second, buy, sell, and all this other stuff, um, you can move markets. You can you can kill companies. You can puff them up. You can do. You can manipulate, right? And this is what is motivating some of these other people who are in on the Reddit uh, squeeze that's going on. They they want to manipulate the market because they believe the market is already being manipulated. So why can't we play the game that you're playing? And honestly, I think they're right. I do. I think they're right. Because if this was a big firm, one firm that was squeezing another firm, it would just be, oh, gosh, look, this one firm and this other firm are fighting. But now we're getting treated to like, oh my gosh, I can't believe these trolls uh, on on the internet are doing this thing. They're gonna they're undermining the whole system. Yeah, no, they're not. This is your system. You guys play by these rules. You guys are doing this. You've been driving GameStop stock into the dirt for months. So you know these guys think you're being really, really greedy, and maybe some of them have a, a soft spot in their heart for GameStop. You know, you got a lot of uh, uh, these people that grew up going to GameStop, and now they're looking at these hedge fund uh, suits that are coming in and trying to kill the company. And you know, maybe they don't think the company is going to survive very long. Maybe they, they, they hope that it can, you know, re- be reborn somehow. A lot of people, a lot of different motivations. Um, f- you know, people are saying they have no sympathy for the short sellers. These two firms, Melvin and Chanos, or Chanos, or whatever, uh, these guys go out of their way seeking free advertising on CNBC to promote their short play and say whatever they want. No counterpoint opinions are ever allowed. They are free to bash the company that they are shorting. And then, the other day, Elon Musk got involved, along with one of the early investors or founders of Facebook, um, and they who bought who bought a whole bunch of stock in GameStop. But Elon Musk is now out there. Uh, he has signed on with the Redditors. He has signed on with this squeeze play because apparently Melvin Capital, uh, who was doing the shorting, they shorted Tesla a long time ago and then bragged about it. Elon Musk's company. And so Elon Musk is ticked off at them he doesn't like them very much and so you've got that dynamic going on see what i mean there's all these different people involved for all these different reasons um so how does the squeeze end nobody knows because right now the prices keep going up and the people on reddit are like hold the line hold hold steady you know just keep holding keep holding because the longer you hold the less likely it is for these short uh hedge funds to be able to buy up the stock and it costs the money every single day. A spokesman for Melvin Capital need said that uh, Melvin Capital needed two point seventy five billion dollars uh, as a cash injection because of this squeeze. Uh, they say that the firm has now closed out of its short position. Andrew Left of Citron Research, which was another short firm said that uh, he had covered the majority of his short position at a loss, he said 100% loss. Um, GameStop as a company, as I mentioned earlier, they haven't changed really. They haven't, they're not doing anything differently than they were doing before all of this started. So the price is inflated. Right? That's the obvious thing, that the price of the stock is inflated. And it's extremely risky. If you buy it now, chances are it's going to lose value. Okay. Again, 
I have no experience. I don't know what I'm talking about. This is not financial advice. I'm not an advisor. I don't own any position in any of this. I'm just like, I just look at this. I, you got to be crazy to buy in right now. But this isn't just about GameStop anymore. Enthusiastic amateurs are also bidding up the prices of other struggling stocks, like the movie theater, AM, uh, the chain AMC, smartphone maker BlackBerry. I've seen Nokia listed. I think Bed Bath & Beyond as well. Um, the weird little bubble doesn't just affect the betters, though. If big investors on the losing side of these trades have to raise money to cover their losses, it could mean dumping enough shares to hurt the prices of otherwise solid stocks, right? So this is the ripple effect, the butterfly effect, right? You have, yeah, you ha you have this effort going on, but then you've got firms that were leveraged, and so they're like, okay, well, we got to start dumping some other stock, and that sends those stock prices down. So, and then are those in my portfolio, the stocks that are now getting dumped? And what does that do then? Does it create another one of these, you know, irrational responses, the panics or the booms or whatever? Uh, do people get bullish or bearish? All of that stuff then applies for all of those other stocks down line. If the sell-off is big enough, it could have a cascading effect that leads to broader losses for investors who have never bought or sold a single share of GameStop. Now, if you are thinking of buying some CBD oil, then you go to growershemp.com. Okay, I take CBD oil before I go to bed, so I sleep more deeply uh, through the night. I fall asleep faster. I stay asleep. Uh, I don't like my brain shuts down, basically. It allows my brain to stop racing, you know? And so that's how uh, I have found CBD uh, beneficial. So if you are looking for what? A better quality of life, a balanced state of mind, positive mental outlook, deeper sleep, lower tension, immune system resilience, add the natural alternative growers hemp, full spectrum hemp extract to your daily routine and see what it does for you. And if you use the promo code Pete at their website, you'll get 20% off growershemp.com promo code pete um, you can also find it on the shelves at the broad river hemp company in shelby the medical pharmacy in locust the durham co-op growershemp.com is the website and as with all cbd products here's the official disclaimer from uh, uh, that i have to give you from govco uh, these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration the efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by fda approved research these products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease and nothing i have said is meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from your healthcare provider so consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before using any product growers hemp these are north carolina farmers uh, they decided to band together, create this business, and control it from seed to shelf. And so uh, you get better quality at a lower price. Growershemp.com, promo code PETE. From North Carolina farmers to you, Growers Hemp is about the hemp and not the hype. Um, so a huge bubble. This was a funny interaction. I saw that this is a huge bubble in stocks driven not by any real speculation or value, but by Reddit feuds. Well, what could possibly go wrong? And the response that you get from the Reddit folks is, well, how is that any different than what Wall Street does every day? And they're not wrong. They're not wrong. They're, like, they're speculating on what the value is. And here's the thing. What is value? How do you determine what that value is? Because for some people, the value here is in vengeance, the value is in making a stand. The value is in being part of some effort that's gotten this kind of attention. Right? Some people have cashed out already. 
And there are stories all over the place about people who, you know, got in a month ago when the stock was, I don't know, a couple bucks. And now it's trading at 300, 400, whatever it was. And they bought, you know, $5,000 worth or $10,000 worth. And now they they paid off their mom's house. They paid for their dog's surgery to save their their two year old dog's life. They, like one of you know they had health challenges that now they can uh, get their sister the Lyme disease treatment that she needs. Like so, there were, there were real impacts that you know people have had. Now the problem here, and you cannot minimize this either. Everybody that's like, oh, this is so fantastic. There's no downside. There's a huge downside here, and not just for the hedge funds. There are a lot of people that are going to be buying into this because of the fear of missing out, like the lemming approach, you know, or effect rather, where everybody just runs to the the shiny object. They're like, oh, we got to fling ourselves off of this cliff because everybody else is doing it. Um, the problem is, is that you're buying in now and it's going to crater. And if you buy in now, chances are it's, it's, it's not going to, I mean, they're saying we're going to go to the moon. We're going to thousands, $5,000. Like we're going to keep holding it. But um, I, I'm not so sure. That it, well, it's not a long-term I, I don't see that as a long-term plan. And the downside risk here is you could lose all of it. And that's always the case with this kind of uh, gambling on Wall Street. It is. It's always the case. Now, um, this is the concerning part for me, is that hedge fund... So first off, hedge fund, Mel, uh, the Melvin Capital hedge fund, they closed out their short position in GameStop. And the fund manager, a guy by the name of Gabe Plotkin, told CNBC's... Andrew Ross Sorkin, that the position was closed out uh, following a massive loss and uh, hedge fund Citadel and Point72, they infused about $3 billion into Melvin Capital to shore up the fund. And Plotkin told CNBC that any speculation that the fund would file for bankruptcy is false. Okay, so that's not happening. Now, um, now they're going to go for revenge. I suspect this is what's coming next, and they're going to use government to do it. Uh, they're going to use the the powers that they have in order to make sure that these schlubs on Reddit don't get to play with the big boys in our sandbox by our rules. Because the people on Reddit haven't done anything wrong. They haven't done anything illegal. They're playing by the rules that these Wall Street firms play by. Okay? They are. They just have a different way to go about it. It's basically crowdsourced instead of, uh, you know, a hedge fund or this or like a big financial institution that controls all these assets. It's just a whole bunch of people directing their um, their uh, uh, support. Right. Investments. Um, And they're all doing it for different reasons. So Nasdaq CEO Adina Friedman suggested yesterday that the Nasdaq could halt trading activity for the stocks in the event that they were targeted by internet users to enable the exchange to investigate possible manipulation and allow investors to, quote, recalibrate. She made the comment in a morning interview on CNBC. Quote, I think that in general, when we evaluate how we would manage through a situation where you see a significant run-up in, in a stock, not based on news, not based on fundamentals, what we do is uh, we, we do have technology that evaluates social media chatter. If we see a significant rise in the chatter on social media channels, we also match that up against unusual trading activity and potentially halt that stock to allow ourselves to investigate the situation, to be able to engage with the company 
and to give investors a chance to recalibrate their positions. So you got GameStop, AMC Theaters. Uh, they're both on the New York Stock Exchange, not NASDAQ. So she actually can't do anything <laughs> with for those companies. Um, but some regulators have called on the New York Stock Exchange to halt trading for at least GameStop, including Massachusetts top securities regulator, who said that the robust investment activity wasn't, quote, rational. I disagree. Once again, just because you don't like it doesn't make it irrational. This is Massachusetts Commonwealth Secretary William Galvin, who said, quote, there's no rational basis for this run up. And it's not just a run up. It's also run down. It's extremely erratic. Clearly, there is a problem here with the way that options are being used in this case, and it needs some regulatory intervention. And I think the most prudent thing is if it's suspended trading for 30 days. So he, so what, what are we already getting whiffs of now? Government regulation, government intervention. Now, maybe consider this an intervention. If you are thinking about selling your house or you're trying to sell your house and it's not working, then get Rowena Patton and her all-star powerhouse team on your team, and they'll get your house sold quickly and for more money. This is what they do. 333-4483. The website is mountainhomehunt.com. Call Rowena today. If you are a law enforcement officer, if you're a firefighter, healthcare professional, an educator, or a member of the military, veteran, active duty, or retiree, then uh, call Rowena Patton and ask her about the Homes for Heroes program. Buying or selling, you'll get 25% back from the Realtor Commission, and she is the only Homes for Heroes agent in Asheville. 333-4483, mountainhomehunt.com is the website. Give her a call, and then start packing. So the uh, the Wall Street Bets folks... Um, they are responding to media reports uh, as the as they occur about what is going on. And uh, one of them says here, just read the New York Times article, it says the SEC is reviewing this subreddit forum about what's going on. So please, SEC, please read this, they say. Uh, to the SEC, uh, I'll say uh, imbeciles, uh, please go perform and act on yourself. Why don't you start investigating why companies can shut down trading so their hedge fund buddies don't lose money? But when people lose money, uh, well, uh, but when other people lose money, it's completely okay. And then they offer up a suggestion to do another sexual act upon themselves. Um, Eric Soderstrom, he says Reddit hits a hedge fund with massive losses. And Senator Elizabeth Warren's response is demand more regulation. Warren put out a statement that says, quote, with stocks soaring while millions are out of work and struggling to pay bills, it's not news that the stock market doesn't reflect our actual economy. That's the talking point, by the way, that's gone out uh, for years. The same hedge funds, private equity firms and wealthy investors dismayed by the GameStop trades have treated the stock market like their own personal casino while everyone else pays the price. It's long past time for the SEC and other financial regulators to wake up and do their jobs. And with a new administration and Democrats running Congress, I intend to make sure they do. Economist Bob Murphy said, well, without government, who would keep stocks from rising too much? That's true. All right. Thank God for GovCo. U.S. Security and Exchange Commission says it is actively monitoring volatility in the options and equities markets, consistent with our mission to protect investors and maintain fair, orderly and efficient markets. We are working with our fellow regulators 
to assess the situation and review the activities of regulated entities, financial intermediaries, and other market participants. And then, you know it's really getting to be a big deal when the White House press secretary is asked about it, Jen Psaki. I was concerned about the stock market activity we're seeing around GameStop, um, and now with some other stocks as well, uh, including the the subsidiary or whatever, the the company that was uh, Blockbuster. (laughs) Um, And have there been any conversations with the SEC about uh, how to proceed? Well, um, I'm also happy to repeat that we have the first female Treasury Secretary and a team that's surrounding her. And what the what? What are you talking about? The, the reporter asks about whether you are aware of what is going on with GameStop and the markets. And your response is, we got a woman in charge. Check us out. <laughs> what kind of response is that? Oh, my goodness. Uh, so Bloomberg.com saying, while some commentators have cast the frenzy as a populist uprising against Wall Street institutions, others see a dangerous play that could eventually leave investors exposed to major losses. Some wondered if it was the result of purposeful manipulation. Right. Purposeful manipulation. Uh, Justin Jackson, L.A. Chargers NFL player, said, quote, the speed in which Congress will probably pass legislation to prevent something like this GameStop thing from happening again will show you the difference between immediate what the term means for Wall Street and what the term immediate means for people waiting on those $2,000 stimulus checks. Yeah. Also, um, some, uh, you know, some jerk puts $100 million down to try to manipulate the market. But what strikes fear in his heart? It's 10 million people putting $10 down and leveling that playing field. Uh, they say, we have just as much power. We just don't know it yet. And then another person says, well, how long before we get legislators saying that the Fed needs expanded powers to stop all these white nationalist meme stock investors from manipulating the markets and threatening our freedoms? <laughs> They're already starting. They're talking about uh, legislation. By the way, hedge fund billionaires they were Democrats' main bankrollers in the 2018 election. Yeah, two-thirds uh, of all of the financial industry money went to Democrats, um, $264 million. In the 2018 midterms, Democrats benefited more than Republicans. Uh, much of that money backing Democrats came from wealthy individuals who earned their livings as hedge fund founders, bank executives, and other key positions in the financial industry. And finally, I mentioned it there, meme stocks. There's a piece I've linked up at the Pete page at the Patreon account, Money Talks, uh, by James Sirwecki. Um, he says, uh, this is, GameStop is not the first, actually. Last year, they did this to Hertz and Kodak, uh, despite having struggling businesses. These companies saw their stock prices soar when they became Reddit darlings. And now, stocks like AMC, Nokia, BlackBerry have also caught Redditors fancy. Uh, And it's easy to see the meme stock boom as just a speculative bubble and evidence of how the current stock market has lost touch with reality. Speculative bubbles in so-called story stocks are, after all, familiar things on Wall Street. In the late 1950s, uranium stocks soared, following a a few years later uh, by bowling stocks and then RV stocks. In 1969, there was a company called Skyline Homes, saw its shares rise 20-fold. 
And we all know what happened to internet stocks in the late 90s, right? But what's happening with meme stocks is different from those previous crazes. Um, in a classic speculative craze, investors may take their cues from each other. The fact that everybody is buying internet stocks makes you think, well, it's smart to buy internet stocks, right? But they're not working together per se. They're not saying, hey, go buy this stock, right? But with meme stocks, that is what's happening. Small investors on the Wall Street Bets subreddit uh, and other sites are taking part in a conscious collective effort to drive the prices of these stocks up. No one is in charge of this effort, though, of course, some voices are louder than others. But it is a self-organized campaign with people using the message boards to communicate with each other and encourage each other and reassure each other. You know, hold the line. Don't don't sell. Most interestingly, though, it also looks a lot like uh, what happened during the 2016 presidential election. (laughs) Of course, it's got to get tied to Trump. Over the course of that campaign, a loosely organized community of alt-right meme lords and their followers centered on sites like 4chan and Reddit adeptly used social media to elevate Donald Trump's candidacy while barraging Hillary Clinton with an endless flow of memes targeting her supposed inauthenticity and corruption. Her supposed inauthenticity and corruption Uh, what they did in effect was exploit the opportunities created by social media to disrupt the normal workings of the political system at least in part for the laughs the lols the traders on wall street bets which describes itself as like 4chan with a bloomberg terminal they're trying to do the same thing to wall street Uh, And they are embracing companies that Wall Street, for good reason, hates. Beaten down firms and legacy businesses with weak fundamentals. But most importantly, businesses that got heavily shorted. Here's the lesson for me. Again, not an expert here. But if you don't want to be the target of this kind of a play, then just don't do bad stuff. You know? Like, you can short, and I don't think that the Reddit people these wall street bets i don't think they're going to go after these uh hedge funds that are shorting if they're not doing it in excess because like i said earlier it is a valuable tool you know to identify a weak business and to send that signal but maybe don't get overly greedy and keep driving the stock price down and down and down and try to put them out of business maybe maybe that's the lesson here that's a wrap for the episode thanks so much for listening i appreciate it i hope this was helpful Uh, Please subscribe to the podcast. We'll talk with you later and don't break anything while I'm gone.